place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now This episode of the Sunspots Comics Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out their huge, mungus, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Go check them out at popuptea.com. Hello, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. This is issue number 256. How are you? How you doing? Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I hope your uh, Banana Pants 2020, that's what I'm calling it, is um, is going okay. I hope you're you are safe, you're healthy, you're happy, you're, your family, your loved ones are doing all right. It's uh, It's been rough. It's been rough. <laughs> but uh, we're resilient, right? Uh, they, they can't hold us down. They can't squash us. <laughs> we're like the ever resilient cockroach well hey um <laughs> it's a kind of return to the original format here i've uh, my co-host uh mike norris has been as busy as i've been we've had to take a little time off but i've just been itching to jump back in here and say hello to you and and uh, like uh, just to to hear your voice <laughs> um, but just to get back in here and do this has just been um it's 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 been a it's been a journey. It's been interesting from uh, from how things have been since March. But uh, I've I've been diligent. I've been I've been reading the comics still, and uh, I've gone a lot more digital with uh, you know the with everything going on and sort of shut down, open again, shut down, open again, shut down, open again. <laughs> Madness that is our world. So uh, I'm still doing some paper now. Back to it. You know, we had a, a, I don't want to turn this into a recap of how everything's been, but you know, it's, man, how, how comics took a halt and, and comic shops took a hit. It's, it's just been, it's just been insane, in, insane. That's what it, it's been. It's been insane. <laughs> it's been cuckoo bird. But um, anyway, uh, here we are. I'm going to throw some fun at you. I'm going to fling some fun at your face and I'm going to talk about some stuff I'm reading. I'm going to talk about... Uh, do some comic book recommendations. I'm gonna just talk about some things I'm excited about that's coming up. That's that's where we'll um, let's just start there. Let's just jump right in, shall we? <laughs> Here we go. Issue number 256 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Uh, all right, what am I reading now? Let's start there. And one thing I'm reading right now that I'm glad I grabbed. It was fifteen dollars for a hardcover on Amazon. Is Mickey All Stars? I I highly recommend this. It's just a beautiful hardcover book, only fifteen bu- bucks. It's got to be close to two hundred pages. Don't quote me on that. But there's a ton of like artists from all over the globe that get to do a chapter of of Mickey's wildest adventure. I'm not sure if they're remakes. I've only read some of the classic Disney comics in in years past. But you've got folks like uh, Giorgio uh, Cavazzano. He did he did Disney Masters. You got Mike Peraza, uh, who did uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. These are comics. Um, just a ton of people, dozens of artists, uh, celebrating. I think they're leading up to Mickey's 90th birthday. I believe that's coming. 
So uh, they they do some weird stuff in this. Some definitely some avant-garde, uh, some stepping outside the box with Mickey. Um, but there's also just the what you expect to see, just you know, fairy tale fun, uh, outer space stuff, dragons, mummies, uh, giant like mouse eating plants, um, <laughs> weird versions of of like all the ones you love, like from Goofy and Pegleg Pete and and the Phantom Blot, and it's just it's just a really just fun deep dive into into Mickey, and uh, definitely just a, a a great like coffee table book. It's uh, it's a little oversized than your traditional floppy comic, but beautiful presentation and great collection. Good price, fifteen dollars for a hardcover book of Mickey. So I'm uh, just uh, you know twelve, fifteen pages in. So I'm enjoying the heck out of this. So I I recommend it. That's what I'm reading right now. That's uh, that's the only sort of comic on my plate at this moment that I'm currently reading. Uh, what am I watching right now? What am I excited about? Well, on the Disney Plus. Marvel 616, I've only watched the first episode of it, I definitely recommend this, it's for us, it's for us comic book fans, the first episode is all about Japanese Spider-Man, which I bought at a convention years ago, when I think uh, it's been gone forever, and in 2009, I believe, uh, they put it on the internet, and then they took it off the internet, I guess you just can't find it, or you can in slices and dices, and then... And then it's gone when you start getting into it. And I bought a copy of it at a con, and it was like a Japanese import. And uh, it's cool. There's no subtitles, <laughs> so no idea what they're saying. But it's just fun. I mean, it's the the first episode of um, Marvel Six One Six on Disney Plus talks about how Japanese Spider-Man is pre-Transformers. It's 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 pre-Power Rangers. So talk about influential, and it even just grabs you by the heartstrings and twists there with the with the primary actor that's sort of like Peter Parker. This thing is bananas. You got to see uh, Japanese Spider-Man, um, where he talks about his dad passing, and he had to pretend his dad was dying in the show, and so it's great. I've only watched that episode so far, so I do recommend. I'm watching it, loving it. Marvel six one six on the Disney Plus. Check that out. And The Mandalorian, easily right now my favorite uh, show, series, movie, anything, uh, in all slices of forms of media, streaming, etc. It's my favorite thing. Yes, uh, Gorgo, y'all, Gorgo. <laughs> uh, great, 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 great grandson of Yoda. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. His first words are going to be, I'm sure, this is the way. This is the way. Or something like that. Anyway, uh, you know, spoilers if you haven't watched Man- Come on, if you're not watching Mandalorian, get on it. Hello, Season 2. Uh, big uh, episode this last Friday revealing uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Come on, spoilers, of course. Uh, they announced Ahsoka Tano uh, six months ago or something. So if you're into Mandalorian, you already knew it's coming. I think it would have been cool, of course, if they didn't announce it and it was a surprise. But Rosario Dawson, of course, they got to, you know, hype her up, got to... Uh, make them, you know, I'm sure the very little money she's making on this, uh, you know, help uh, build her brand, etc. That whole monster. But Mandalorian, 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 you got to watch it. It's so fantastically good. Great. Not even good. It's just, it's, uh, it's made me uh, rethink. It's, it's, it's made you reevaluate the uh, episode seven, eight, nine that have come out in the last, whatever it was, seven years or something. It, it, it definitely makes you uh, recategorize them uh, as far as the uh, ranking goes. 
uh, in just the Star Wars world. It's hard to, now we're mixed because Mandalorian is just a, it just cuts right in and who knows for a while this might be what we're getting uh, is Star Wars shows compared to feature films with the whole world the way it is. Anyway, Mandalorian, 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 Mando. Highly recommend season two. So good. Uh, what am I super excited about that's that's coming soon? More in the comic book world? Uh, like, uh, three things. Um, very, very soon, I'm going to be interviewing a comic book creator named Brenton uh, Langell. I hope I'm pronouncing Is it Brendan? I forgot. Anyway, um, uh, he is the, uh, the creator of a comic that he did with uh, Scout Comics called Snow White Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, Brenton Langell, yes. And uh, he did it with Scout. I, I guess he switched and he's self-publishing now uh, for the second issue. It's going really strong on Kickstarter, but he was nice enough to send me some hard copies of Snow White Zombie Apocalypse, and I read them, and they were fantastic. And I've been bugging him to uh, get him on the show here and do an interview. And so that's coming up like next week. So uh, coming soon. Very excited. Snow White Zombie Apocalypse. The uh, the creator and writer Brenton Langell. Got to look at this. Get it. Uh, you can follow. Uh, go to Kickstarter and help him out. He's got a, a campaign that's coming up soon for issue number two. And he's got like a an ash can of issue number three, I believe. Just a teaser of issue three. A fantastic art by Hiondo Park. Which I think in issue two, he switches artists, but stays within that same vein. So in uh, the tone of it, is it's just, uh, it's messed up, it's fun, it's hilarious. And it's like sort of the monster zombie world with uh, with uh, some of your favorite, uh, you know, characters like, uh, um, you know, Snow White and... And, uh, and and Rapunzel and Prince Charming and so on. So it's just a ton of fun and it has a dark edge and violent and kind of Bruce Lee uh, homage to it and uh, kind of a, also a manga thing happening. And it's just a, and a lot of humor mixed in. I feel Avatar, I don't know, some of the, some of the humor in Avatar. It's, uh, it's just great fun. Anytime you put a little Bruce Lee, a little sprinkling, a little dash, a little essence of Bruce Lee in a comic, I'm all in. And issue number one of Snow White Zombie Apocalypse had that. So uh, check out that interview with Brenton Langell and me coming up very, very soon. I'm super excited about that. Uh, another big announcement that I'm super excited about is WW84 Wonder Woman. Uh, the second episode, the second uh, uh, movie coming out very soon. Patty Jenkins directing, writing, producing everything, I'm sure. She wore all the hats. And Gal Gadot as uh, it's Wonder Woman 2. Uh, and it's coming out to, which uh, it's just big news, HBO Max Christmas Day. I mean, talk about a beautiful Christmas present uh, ending out this uh, dumpster fire <laughs> of a year. Uh, even that on Disney Plus, there's that other movie too, which I can't remember it, but it's uh, like a Pixar film that's coming Christmas Day too. So, gonna be cool. Eat your Christmas breakfast, right? Open your Christmas presents, and then sit down and watch Wonder Woman and uh, the other Pixar film, which I can't remember. It's like single word. I think it's like Faith or or Light or Shine or something like that. I'm sure I'm gonna cry when I watch it. <laughs> Whatever it is. But man, two awesome movies Christmas Day. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, I'm obviously, that's, uh, that I'm super excited about that, and we'll see how the uh, experiment goes of not being in theaters, or they're going to release it in theaters, but with uh, all the numbers of uh, this, this, of COVID going, I mean, will they actually open it in theaters Christmas Day, there'll be like nine people in there, uh, or I don't know, there's a lot of people just just living out there and not worrying about it, but, uh, <laughs> which is bananas, but, uh, yeah, 
Wonder Woman, WW84, cannot wait. Go look at the trailers, get hyped, get excited, watch the first, uh, watch Wonder Woman Part 1. Get yourself pumped and ready. Or maybe not quite yet, wait till like, you know, December, in December sometime, like, you know, the 20th or something, kind of getting ready. I think that's what I'll do. Or I'll watch it now, and then I'll watch it December 20th. Uh, we'll see, but it's going to be cool Christmas Day, sitting down watching a couple of couple of awesome flicks. So Wonder Woman 84, can't wait, 1984, Christmas Day. Uh, and the last thing I'm excited about, like kind of in the realm of uh, movies and TV, I guess that's what I'm talking about right now, is uh, Resident Alien is coming to sci-fi, they say January 2021. Resident Alien is a comic book I have loved since the beginning. It has a Norman Rockwell kind of feel to it. It has a simple sort of premise, but a lot of snarky humor and very kind of intelligent writing and a lot of very good character development that is Resident Alien. I believe they're on the sixth or seventh sort of trade collection. They, you know, they do a, a six chapter run and then take a break at three months, but it's been the same writer and artist of a Resident Evil. And now there's a show with Alan Tudyk at the helm and a bunch of other people, they kind of announced it at, uh, they did announce it at New York Comic Con, I want to say in July. So there's been trailers there. You can even see the first 10 minutes of the first episode of Resident Alien that's going to be on the Sci-Fi Channel in January 2021. So I am super excited about it. And there also was a, a, a comic, a Resident Alien comic that just came out, which I'll get to when I get to the comic book recommendation part. But uh, Resident Alien, Sci-Fi, Alan Tudyk, and a bunch of, of just... Great cast. They had such chemistry. I watched this thing on YouTube with the first 10 minutes of the episode, and then it was a panel, a Zoom panel, with uh, all the folks from, that are doing Resident Alien, including like the showrunner. And uh, he talks about how the, the comic book writer highly influenced everything. They did a lot of panel comparison stuff, and the, and the cast seems to really gel. And there's just a lot of just great, cold, uh, dry, office-like humor in this. And again, set in, in, in usually uh, the way the comic is, it's just this beautiful, like, Colorado, I think is what it's supposed to be. But it's gorgeous, kind of snowy mountain kind of thing. And it's an alien hiding out. Uh, you know, he's able to disguise himself as a human, but he, and he's kind of, it's the human experiment. He's kind of the fish out of water as he goes through the world. Uh, not wanting to destroy all humans, though, just kind of observe them and see what the heck they're all about. And he just has a funny way of, of watching and and also participating in conversations. Uh, it's just a great time. Not not completely just fully focused on being a comedy comic. It really is kind of a, a detective uh, whodunit sort of mystery in each sort of chapter of Resident Alien. So I highly recommend the comic book. And I highly recommend watching it when it comes out uh, in January. Sci-Fi Channel Resident Alien starring Alan Tudyk. We love Alan Tudyk, of course, from, from uh, Serenity and Firefly. And just a million things from uh, Doom Patrol and, uh, gosh, the, the list just goes on and on of, of all the nerdy fun things Alan Tudyk's been in. So, I uh, oh, K2SO, the voice of K2SO, that's one that I love in the Star Wars film Rogue One. So, uh, that's, that's uh, there you go. Those are, those are some of the things I'm excited about. So, get into it. Jump in. Join. It's, it's good fun. But uh, right now, we're going to jump into now the comic book recommendations. My favorite part, of course, I love reading the comics, love giving you recommendations, saving you some time, saving you some money, saving you the heartache of just searching to all ends of the earth to find the great comics. Well, I read, uh, I don't know, this week was like, I've got a few of the past weeks in here too, so probably in the past three or four weeks I've probably read 50 comics, I would say, 
somewhere in that neighborhood in in the last so it's you know i don't know averaging 15 or so a week is is what i've been reading the last few weeks but uh man i'm going to give you some recommendations and I'll, I'll kind of break down as to when they were so let's uh this is a really in no particular well the only order it's kind of in is by uh by i'll go from oldest to newest so the first one i'm going to talk about is sweet tooth the return this came out uh november 4th so we're going back just a few new comic book days and uh, Sweet Tooth the Return from Jeff Lemire. Uh, this is, a, I believe it's an award-winning uh, comic, if I remember. It won some Eisners, maybe. But it's like 300 years later. It's this post-apocalyptic world where there are uh, mutants, if you will, that sort of have merged with, with animal DNA that live in this very kind of dark world. Most of the people have died from the crazy virus. People have gone underground. Uh, there is uh, this young sweet tooth kid, which I guess he doesn't really age like everyone else. And uh, this is a kind of an offshoot of, of DC. It was Vertigo, I think, before. Now it's under the black labels. It's very kind of adult and edgy. Uh, but if you've ever kind of seen any of Jeff Lemire's art, it's just kind of creepy and <laughs> and a watercolory painted style. And, uh, and this is uh, 300 years later where they're in like a bunker and he's disoriented or trying to figure things out. And then he's, uh, he's being watched by this sort of strange cult and having these weird dreams about the sort of uh, the, the story that was Sweet Tooth. So uh, this is interesting beautifully drawn. Like I said, creepy art style from Jeff Lemire. And uh, man, it's, it, it doesn't feel like just a a rehashing or a, a regurgitation of, of, the, of the story going uh, uh, continuing on from the last one like i said it's 300 years later and 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 it's it, you're guessing like where, where are we going with this we don't know he wants to escape from this underground bunker uh we'll see what happens uh, that's a uh, sweet tooth also november 4th uh was uh, that's issue number one of, of sweet tooth uh, the return uh is origins issue number one of six this is from boom studios uh, man, it's like a thousand years later after all the humans are killed off by artificial intelligence. Um, one man named David is brought back to life with some strange computer technology. He's being protected by androids. Uh, David's has this, like he's the prophecy, the chosen one to try to restore humanity in, in the world. So, uh, man, it's got this great, beautiful look of... What would Earth be like if all these if, if people weren't there? It just kind of returns to this lush jungle atmosphere, and uh, man, there are uh, there's some strange-looking uh, evil creatures that just sort of detect David because of his DNA, I think, and they're trying to kill him. So these these androids are trying to just keep him alive. It's very fast-paced, beautiful art, beautiful team here. I want to say, uh, what's the? Uh, oh my gosh, I just moved away from it, but. Um, it's uh it's from boom studios and it's uh created by three people uh lee krieger joseph oxford and arash amel and man art beautiful art by jacob rebelka gotta put your eyes on this gorgeous origins issue number one check it out strongly recommend it uh next up is from uh, albatross funny books the uh the home of mr eric powell the goon creator and this is uh Ila diabla and uh man he uh eric powell is not doing a lot of art these days he's got his own publishing house albatross funny books going with uh things like uh the goon and uh stuff like uh hillbilly and so on there's just there's he's got some great titles going and now he's got um he's got tank girl 
just to to name a few things going. He's got that that uh, spooky kids Halloween uh, uh, comic that I love. I think it's called Spook House, if I remember correctly. But La uh, Ila Di- Diabla is just a very cool like. Um, I love that right on the front page it says the fuel injected Latina on a bloody road of vengeance. So it's it's this cool um, moment where these kidnappers are all sitting around talking about the legend of of Ila Diabla and how she defends children and is uh, and and just strikes vengeance down upon anyone that uh, messes with kids in this uh, sort of like um, you know like Mexico. I'm not sure if it's in the what where it is time frame wise but i love that these uh kidnappers all sitting around with a uh, kidnapped child they're all getting they're all scaring themselves more and more as they tell their version of how they believe uh Ila diabla uh came to be you know that one was like she was this nun this just horribly disfigured nun that uh was murdered and then her spirit came back uh, as a vengeance spirit and they all kind of have a crazier story, and and then before you know it, of course, like boom, there's Ila Diabla, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, standing up uh, for the for the the children of uh, this area, um, which looks like kind of like like Road Warrior, like Mad Max kind of world <laughs> sort of thing, and a kind of steampunky feel to it. But man, I'm all in. It, this looks great, uh, of course, because Eric Powell, one of my favorite artists. Uh, comic book creators of all time is at the helm here doing the art so uh, I definitely definitely recommend Ila Diabla from a master y'all Eric Powell gotta check it out issue number one just came out uh, these are all November 4th so next jumping a week to uh, November 11th Resident Alien your ride is here issue number one and they always kind of tell you the length and I think it says six one of six and uh, man, again, gonna be a sci-fi live-action series. Uh, Harry is the main character. He has like a weird kind of goofy name. It's like Vander Spiegel or something. Um, uh, you can also kind of jump into each one of these arcs, uh, which is nice. Uh, there are there is a like a character that can see uh, through his camouflage and see that he's an alien. I believe that he's even told uh, a woman in this town who is a Native American named Asta. Who's just a great character? Um, she's just she's just like fun and inquisitive and spunky, and she wants to just sort of be with Harry, sort of, but it's complicated. Um, and so, uh, and their relationship is just it's just fun. They're back and forth. It's just always a lot of fun. And uh, this kicks off sort of a new um, like a new mystery that he has to sort of gather up the Scooby team, and uh, and and do what he can to help. He's the the town doctor, but it's such a small little little beautiful Rockwellian town like I said that it's it's just gorgeous by the way always the way it's drawn um, got to give props to uh, the artist that the, he's kept the same team throughout all the resident aliens but we've got um, writer Peter Hogan and artist Steve Parkhouse love them both and they're they've they've done every arc of this so it's it's nice to have that consistency which is sometimes hard to find in this world with, of comics now but Dark Horse it's been uh, like I said it's if you add them up uh, I know we're probably somewhere in the 30 to 40 range of how many issues of Resident Alien have come out. And I've loved this from the beginning. I highly recommend it. It's been uh, a top pick of the week in the past, past uh, issues of this here Sunspots Comics podcast. So I highly recommend Resident Alien. Your ride is here. Uh, check it out. It looks like he's getting closer to maybe getting a, getting a ride home back to Alienville, possibly. 
So Resident Alien, you're right, is here. Issue number one came out November 11th. Uh, skipping up a week to November 18th. And the, the uh, first one in November 18th, New Comic Book Day, is uh, We Live. Uh, issue number one and two are out. And this is from Aftershock Comics. And uh, this is from the Miranda Brothers. And the year's 2084. The world's completely changed. Also similar to Origins. It's returned to just this lush jungle. And Aliens came down. And I love the uh, the way they sort of... Um, it has this kind of video game uh, feel uh, called Fallout. It kind of has that, that tone and feel to it when... Uh, the flashback stuff is explaining the aliens hit the planet, and uh, there was a war, I think, and the aliens are choosing like 500 children and giving them like a a key to be picked up and, and leave Earth because it's just not going to make it, these aliens believe, and we have to kind of trust them because there's not many humans left, and um, also the, the war has created these uh, strange um, mutant beasts that live on earth and really just want to eat and devour or eradicate all human life so it's it, then it kind of the story gets a little smaller with like this uh this this teenage uh, girl tala and her younger uh, brother hototo and it has a smidge of that beautiful life i believe is the movie with the italian actor where he's trying to just uh keep world war ii <laughs> away from his son and just and and telling him that it's you know not not that it's a war but he's just kind of keeping him uh, fanciful and light and having fun and that the whole uh, world war ii is a game <laughs> and it's not really a war yeah see beautiful life it'll just destroy your heart but it has a smidge of that here because um tala uh, the young older sister is trying to keep uh, hototo just living in uh, this world where he believes he's going to be a superhero and he's going to the other planet so that he can learn his superpowers and his mother, who passed, said, like, just keep him in his little fantasy bubble until you no longer can. Until, like, maybe he leaves the earth kind of thing. I thought, wow, that's just heartbreaking. Um, and then the beautiful art in this is something you absolutely have to see uh, from uh, the Miranda Brothers. But Aftershock just hit a home run with this uh, series. And uh, Inaki Miranda uh, and Roy Miranda are the writers, and Inaki Miranda is the artist. So yeah, uh, the the brothers, Miranda brothers, man, you bros nailed it. And the coloring is just so uh, I love the 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 just the bright neon kind of feel to it, but then also very dark greens. So that at moments where there's a lot of dark green jungle surrounding, there's just like, you know, the, the bus driver's wearing this bright yellow suit and it just kind of pops. But uh, wow, uh, Eva de la Cruz is the colorist on this. Just, it's it's top notch. It, it just has a very um, black uh, sort of framed edging to this. So it just kind of draws you in with this bright neon coloring. So you got to check out We Live from Aftershock Comics. We Live. Uh, issue one and two are out now. Strongly, highly recommended. Again, it came out New Comic Book Day, November eighteenth. And uh, next up, still on the November eighteenth, is Wonder Woman: Spirit of Truth. It says it's issue number one, but I think they're calling it an an, an OGN, which is weird because I wouldn't consider I don't know a, a comic from the big two with a main character like Wonder Woman, an original graphic novel. But it is fifty pages. And uh, it's uh, from DC Comics, and it's it's this is uh, just a a, a a beautiful 
um, workshop of Alex Ross just doing his thing. If you if you love to look at Alex Ross's work, look at Wonder Woman's Spirit of Truth. It will inspire you. It'll bring you to tears. It's gorgeous. Written by Paul Dini as well, one of the uh, you know the writers of Batman the animated series and of comics and his own book, uh, which I believe was called The Dark Knight. But um, Paul Dini, um, a man of uh, uh, that demands high respect in in my opinion, and of course uh, master craftsman artist uh, Alex Ross, and he does all the art here, folks. But this is a wonderful kind of classic, sort of golden age telling, very very um, Linda Carter influenced uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, definitely the the her original suit. Uh, you know, again, she, uh, you know, the original Golden Age sort of uh, Wonder Woman suit that Linda Carter wore, uh, and fashioned in it and tweaked in a way. But it this is just gorgeous. There's just scenes where she's coming down on all of these uh, assassins, and and they're like in a in a political like in like the Oval Office sort of looks like with all this Greek um, statues, the Greek statues in the corners. It's just it's just gorgeous. It's just gorgeous to look at his. The realism, the photorealism. There's even at the very back like some bonus content of a model, a woman that he used uh, as a, as reference when he paints. Because these are just just gorgeous drawings. I mean, he just has these close-ups of like you know uh, Wonder Woman speaking to a, a general, and it's just all of the uh, the little intricacies of the face, of the facial features. It's Alex Ross, uh, some of his best, in my opinion. Uh, art there's a scene where like this this middle eastern town is like throwing rocks at her and each and every one of the faces of these people in this middle eastern town just this this he captured like this anger and vile sort of violence and it's just beautiful and she's blocking and doesn't want to hurt them and just the look of shock on her face is just wonderful but uh man uh there's a scene where she's speaking to she's talking to clark kent and it's Alex Ross's Clark Kent, which is very Christopher Reeve infused. And then she's sitting there with a robe on, but it's very Linda Carter infused. So it's just, it, it'll warm your heart. Uh, it's it's really full of a, a ton of, of text here. It almost feels like a, a work of prose because uh, it's that dense and thick. But uh, I went through one pass without reading a single word and just looking at every panel. And then went back and read these 50 pages, which are glorious. Alex Ross doing 50 pages of Wonder Woman. And there's bonus content of photographs. Um, I, this is just will inspire you. It's beautiful. You want to just have this and show to people. And people will go, uh, if they're not into comics, they'll be like, that's a comic? That is amazing. Like That's the kind of reaction this will get with Alex Ross uh, doing Wonder Woman. It's, it's just it's uh, beautiful. It's inspiring. It's wonderful. Everyone should have a copy of this. That's Wonder Woman, Spirit of Truth. And again, bonus stuff. I love it. Um, some photographs of a model standing there in Wonder Woman garb. And then uh, it, it's also, it's just this very kind of, uh, she's fighting for peace on earth sort of story. It's the best way to encapsulate it with uh, different countries and different people. And at times she has to sort of hide and not not come out so grandiose um, to be a little more subtle in the things that she's doing to help people. So it's just wonderful. Highly recommend it. Wonder Woman, Spirit of Truth, Paul Dini writing, the Alex Ross on wonderful paints and art. Uh, and my last uh, comic book recommendation uh, comes from uh, this week, right, November 25th. So this last Wednesday that just passed. 
And uh, it's from Dark Horse Comics, Colonel Weird, Cosmogog, 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 (laughs) from Jeff Lemire, uh, the creator of the uh, Black Hammer world, which is very kind of Astro City. It's very uh, much a uh, comparison to the big, to to DC mostly, and to the Justice League. Like I said, Astro City comes to mind too. Wonderful, wonderful watercolor styling uh, art from Tyler Crook and he did Harrow County my favorite horror comic of all time he uh, drew every single episode uh, issue of that Tyler Crook and I hope he stays on with this Colonel Weird uh, Cosmogog but uh, Eisner winner here uh, from the Black Hammer series multiple Eisner winner and this is a weird bizarre wacky story of this Colonel Randall Weird who jumps in and out of time, bounces in and out of different uh, galaxies, um, even just goes from when he's a child to when he's an old man. He's, I think he's kind of quantum leap trapped in traveling. Like he thinks he's dreaming and then he's not dreaming. This will mess with your head. Yes, is what I'm getting at. But it's also just gorgeous to look at. But they're, they're able to sort of taper the story into a, you know, a, a very a cognitive uh, storyline that you'll sort of see without me spoiling it uh, where they're heading with this. But he, he's like, ultimately, he's forgotten something that's very important. And he's trying to remember it as he bounces from galaxies, bounces to different times in his life, bounces where he's uh, involved with the Black Hammer uh, group, uh, where Black Hammer was trapped in this sort of weird uh, purgatory thing. Don't want to spoil all of Black Hammer either. Um, they're trapped in a small town. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's the Dr. Strange, if you will, of the Black Hammer world, but he's like zipping in and out of black holes and bouncing into other galaxies, coming into contact with aliens that he has to use his laser gun and destroy. So, uh, he's got to remember something, but he doesn't know what it is. And what what's actually was warm, um, and heartwarming was, where his younger self, his childlike self, is is being bullied in his neighborhood, and then he sees himself as an old man, but doesn't know that, and he he doesn't maybe know that this old man he comes into contact with is him, but he wants to help him, um, and so it's like this heartwarming moment, moment where older uh, Doctor uh, or Colonel Weird is is really kind of lost and, and needing a guide, and he, his younger self is that little naive innocent guide that wants to help him just this this kid that's being bullied in this neighborhood so colonel weird uh cosmogag magog jeff lemire and tyler crook the black hammer world check it out it's on uh issue two you can get one and two now so uh that brings us up to november 25th so there you go those are all my comic book recommendations so um hey uh take care of yourself out there uh, i hope you uh, go and check these uh, comics out and all the other stuff that i'm excited uh, if if you're a, a mickey file you gotta check out mickey all-stars 15 bucks amazon hardcover get it it's like a bunch of artists it's just beautiful it's weird it's interesting great coffee table book and uh, I, I believe they're classic homages to uh, like old com- uh, mickey adventures but done a new sort of, uh, you know, definitely taking some risks, um, crossing some boundaries of, of, of just not being very kind of formulaic in the way Mickey looks. Check out Mickey All-Stars. But anyway, uh, there you are, folks. I hope you uh, are, are good. Stay healthy. Stay, uh, you know, wear your masks and wash your hands a lot and, and, and you know, hunker down. Uh, <laughs> stay hunkered and bunkered. But uh, be safe and, um, 
and uh, you know get on the Zoom calls, tell your family you love them all the time, and uh, hang in there and, and find stuff to keep yourself busy. Be productive. Uh, try to be productive. I try to be. You know, find things that'll just uh, you know keep your mind. Uh, uh, busy and occupied in a positive way. Comics is definitely one of those things. Read comics now; uh, it's important. It'll help you. It'll it'll make your heart feel good, and uh, it's it 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 will bring joy to your life. It has for mine for for now going on. I don't know, thirty five years or something. Uh, so uh, hey, hang in there, and uh, until next week, uh, to be continued. Where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where love no further friends The adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town